0: M-S-W-Media.
1: I'm Greg Oliar. Four years ago, I stopped writing novels to report on the crimes of Donald Trump and his associates. In 2018, I wrote a best-selling book about it, Dirty Rubles. In 2019, I launched Prevail, a bi-weekly column about Trump and Putin, spies and mobsters, and so many traitors. Trump may be gone, but the damage he wrought will take years to fully understand. Join me and a revolving crew of contributors and guests as we try to make sense of it all. This is Prevail.
0: Hi, I'm Frances Gallier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. And we are Frangela, and welcome to... The Final Word! The Final Word with Frangela! And the Final Word. 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 Da, da, da. Do, 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 do. <laughs>
1: I don't know what that was for. I just. You know what? It, it, it was came for, to me.
0: It was for grace. Mm, yeah. It was yeah. For, for peace and
1: hope yeah. and love. That was for all those things. And it was it was kind of a fuck you to the Republican Senate. But like, that's a whole we'll different thing. That. We'll get to that.
0: Uh, we want to thank you for joining and listening to us on the Sex of the World Podcast Network and MSW Media. Thank you very much.
1: We're building a community here, a resist community. Yep. So thank you for joining in and being a part of that. And please download, subscribe, listen to, and give the amount, maximum amount of stars ratings to all of the podcasts on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and at MSW Media. Because when you do this, it helps all of us build that network. And then maybe one day we can have the biggest
0: networks ever. hmm And we can stop being lied to. Your parents can stop being lied to by Fox. That is uh, one of our goals in life. It is life. really one of our goals. It is. And speaking of goals, we want to thank you so much for your uh, ever-loving, ever-wonderful support of us through Patreon. We really appreciate your presence, you coming in and supporting this Black-owned, woman-owned business. We just, we we really, truly, truly, truly appreciate you. And you can become a Frangela supporter by going to Patreon, putting in Frangela, and signing up. And you know what you get for that? What do they get,
1: Angela? In the form of our gratitude and and never-ending, ceaseless, boundless love, you get what we call three, three micro idiots every week. That means not one, not two, but I said it, three. That's all the idiots you've ever sent us. We are going through the stupid stack for you, our Patreon subscribers, as our way of saying thank you and thank you. And if you join up now, there are hundreds of them. Like you will have hundreds and hundreds to go through. Some of them are five minutes. Some of them are five hours. It just depends.
0: It depends on our, what kind of mood we were in that day. And how stupid was the stupid? Because sometimes yeah, it does longer. how stupid was the stupid? That's true. That's true. And also, I want to remind you that laughing is some of the best self-care that you can do for yourself. People want to ask, people always want to ask, why you look so, long, so young? Why y'all look so young? It's because we've been laughing. That's Right.
1: We're usually that asking each other that question, but don't <laughs> worry about that. <laughs> it's been shown, laughter has been shown to improve your mood, your serotonin,
0: and your health, thus by, thereby, thusly. So yes, are we saving the world? Probably. Probably. One laugh at a time. You and speaking of laughs, you can also go to cameo.com and get a specialized video from Frangela. Just go to Cameo, put in Frangela, and guess what? We can wish you a happy birthday, happy anniversary. You can give it as a gift to someone. Maybe, you you know, you slightly forgot if their birthday is like right now. Right now, quick, go get a cameo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we have exciting news for you. We are changing the release dates of our podcast. Uh, we, in, uh, I think, the week of April 15th, on April 15th, the final word will be published on Friday, starting Friday's, And Idiot of the Week will be published and for release on Mondays. So that's coming in a few weeks. Look for it. Uh, We're very excited about it and can't wait. That's
1: right. So you uh, you don't have to do anything different unless you, like me, set your alarm, and I'm sure you do, by when our podcast gets released. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what's going to happen. So there's some more days in between for you to enjoy both podcasts.
0: Yes, yes, yes. And always join us every Friday morning in the third hour of the Stephanie Miller Show for the...
1: Black Power Hour. What happens, Angel? That is where Stephanie Miller transmogrifies into Stephanie Mills, and Stephanie Mills becomes Stephanie Miller... it's amazing and beautiful and you don't want to miss it every friday
0: speaking of don't want to miss it katanji brown jackson hey judge katanji
1: brown jackson hello judge jackson and i know there's no way to get around it i hope she understands it but we will forever have to say judge jackson if you're nasty and i'm sorry (laughs) there's just no way around it Notorious RBG rolls off the tongue and Judge Jackson, if you're nasty, does too. I am so glad I'm not a lawyer because if I were a lawyer and I was ever in front of her when she so be it or I will lose my fucking black mind becomes a Supreme Court justice. Mm -hmm. If I were ever in front of her, I'd be so scared that I would do it. That I'd be like, well, Judge Jackson, if you're nasty, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, Your (laughs) Honor. I'm so so sorry to this
0: court. I don't, it's just, I'm sorry. Cause it's just, it's just there. It just is there. Okay, you know what? You know what? You know what? We have to do a Rhythm Nation parody. This is the 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 rhythm of the (laughs) rhythm SCOTUS.
1: You should you can't see it, but we're doing we're doing a a really actually perfect perfect uh interpretation of the control video and rhythm nation video from the the amazing artist known as Janet Jackson. Um Who I've decided is Katanji's sister. I don't know yeah. if that's like really well, that's true because Jackson is her husband's name, I believe. But who, by the way, is cute as can all be?
0: Oh, when he was crying yesterday. Oh, oh I just was like, oh, look, they've been married for twenty-six years. I was like, oh my god.
1: You know, I oh, looked at him. I was like, oh, he loves Katanji like George W. loves Michelle.
0: Yes, he does. It's yes, a he pure, does. Beautiful love. And Ketanji, Judge Ketanji Brown Jackson pledges to quote rule without fear or favor on the Supreme Court. On the that'll Supreme be a, that'll court. be new. That's gonna shake up the court. It is. It is. You know, I, I don't know if you today is. We are Tuesday, so I, we got to watch the first few hours of the questioning. Of if Judge you want to call it that. If you want yes. to go so
1: far as to call it questioning, because it really isn't.
0: No. Um
1: it's it's for the most part, it seems to be a, a therapy session for Republican senators on their views on how they feel that past, and by past I mean really fucking past. I mean like Bork. bork. Past. Bork. They went back to Bork, the Nazi, um, alleged Bork. Um, all the way back to him about how they perceive Republican uh nominated justices having been treated in this process uh so i don't know what that has to do with her except that we as black women we're here to take complaints
0: i guess that's yes. just what we do yes. um that's been most of it yeah but we you know what's so interesting and i am i'm loving every moment of it watching a very over qualified black woman Okay, and I'm gonna say black woman ever. goddamn every goddamn chance I get, every goddamn chance, overqualified black woman having to sit before this group of people because you know what she's not gonna do. She's not gonna Mm. cry in her fucking beer. No, thank you. Get red in the face and scream and scream. No, you know, because th- this is what I love about it is, is that she is she is comporting herself with all the grace and intelligence that she has. This and it befits woman, the job. It befits the job. The
1: befits- I, I have to say, I like I'm going to say that this is the thing that just maybe you can help me with this, that just absolutely just I can't get my mind around it. This is a 51 year old black woman in, in America. She's a Harvard graduate for undergrad and for law what school. Is. Two degrees. She is she has been in front of this very committee before. Right. I she has been, You know, she's been through. So to look at her and to think that you're going to get her mad or you're going to get her to behave poorly. Like, let me let me hip y'all to some about being a 51 year old black woman, which I am. You can't determine my behavior nothing I if I've gotten this far in my life without being either in jail or completely not achieving any of the things I want to achieve then I know how to get around and I know how to comport myself and the that's why Judge Kavanaugh's behavior was so out of control because this is you would think that somebody at this point in their career would have the ability to show some self-control and the ability to not lose their mind when being asked questions but but the fact that they think that they can say some like you know ridiculous things to her that might upset her which quite clearly several people are doing like uh marcia what's her name are just saying things that are inflammatory and craptastic hoping to get her upset you
0: you far better have tried harder yes (laughs) okay asking uh, you know his last question being uh why did you call bush a war criminal. And I wanted to be like, cause he fucking is one. But she didn't. But she didn't. But I was, but child, had I been in that room, I'd be like, judge, judge, I got you on this one. Cause that motherfucker is a war criminal and then you get
1: escorted out soon to be followed. If I'm not already out. I'm about to be kicked out because <laughs> let me tell you about watching, uh, Mike Lee, uh, give her a rudimentary fucking constitutional law quiz. Yes. Like it is the most offensive line of question I've ever heard. And the suggestion that this woman is somehow pro child pornography is one I of have. the most ridiculous things. It's so ridiculous that the national review said this is a ridiculous attack. Basically. Uh, uh, like and, and, and watching them, they have these this asking her using it as a platform to complain about how they perceive other justices. Who, by the way, according to. Um, Court analyst Steve Vladek, he notes that Judge Jackson has more judicial experience than 43 of the last 58 justices to take the bench. And more than current Chief Justice John Roberts and Justice Clarence Thomas, Elena Kagan, and Amy Coney Barrett
0: combined. Combined. Combined, y'all. Combined. This is the thing. And I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it again and again and again and again. Black people have to have to go above and way beyond into the stratosphere of being spectacular. That's right. To be able to even qualify. This is how black people are treated in this country. You have to be extraordinary. And beyond extraordinary, you have she has to think about what you just said. She had to let one woman. Had to equal one, two, three, four different justices currently seated her, currently her experience is more than four currently seated justices and and yet she can't they can't even drum up the respect. Oh, and in fact, the, the the biggest argument so far that I see
1: the Republicans making against her uh, being appointed to the Supreme Court happens to be th- this this really shit-tastic, absolutely illogical argument of, I don't like some of the people who support you. Correct yes. me if I'm wrong, but who the fuck supports the GOP right now? The Proud Boys? The Klan? Yes. But in any case, they had Mitch McConnell, basically, he started this attack with, she's the favorite choice of far-left dark money groups. I'm sorry, Um, that doesn't, I don't even know if that's true, but if that is true, the dark money is your fault, you won't change, you won't, you're the people who wanted the dark money. Mm -hmm. Second of all, the reality here is, you know, and I was listening to on MSNBC that one of their um, reporters went through this analysis of where, you know, actually it wasn't one of the reports, it's one of the senators. Um, and I forget who it is exactly. He's not a Democrat. He was talking about all the money that's in the getting a justice appointed game. Mm-hmm. And he went through all the money that it took to get uh, Amy Coney Barrett in, which is like $14 million to get Kavanaugh. They spent $17 million. He talks about these several different so-called different organizations that funnel money in to like the uh, Federalist Society or whatever these organizations that are all about trying to stack the court which they have effectively done but saying we don't like some of the people that support you is if you can control who supports you and so somehow you become
0: you're supposed to answer for people who you are not we have seen this playbook we saw this we saw this play with obama you were in the room with a weatherman yep you were in the room with this motherfucker And so therefore you even if they said room, it was like they were in the same house. (laughs) Literally they were in the same house. And so, you know, but that but that that's a regular GOP, you know. Meanwhile, these people can literally participate in an insurrection.
1: That's right. And somehow that's, that's right. not relevant. Like I'm just trying to understand. And Mike Lee can suck it. I mean, let me leave me alone with it. I just seriously, the lack of respect. Watching her, I was like, are you gonna make her? Literally, I'm like, are you gonna make her recite uh, the names of all the states backwards alphabetically? Like, what's next? It feels like good he would. It it it's it feels like this so like segregationist move to like I'm like she, why are you giving her a, a, a like entry level? She keeps having to say, well. Uh, with all due respect the supreme court does not like it's like because he's just asking these questions they're basically like you're going to come in here as a black woman now mind you she's the first one that we've ever had right. right i don't know why she's got why coming in they seem to have this fear of black women as if we have this long history of black women supreme court justices
0: just causing grief right, right. <laughs> Like i'm like what are you talking about what i love about it is is that in no way do are they even questioning the fact that this has been a white institution. And what, nope. you know what I find what the, the questioning around the Constitution is one that I found very interesting because for me what I what I hear and listen to the GOP talk about the Constitution. I truly do believe, and I get a chill down my back every time. I believe if they could take away Black people's freedom, they would. They could take away everybody's freedom. Because as I'm listening to Corwin talk about, you know, well, you know, marriage is originally, you know, it's about between a man and a woman. And these people are not here for the laws of human beings and treating people, uh, you know, Fairly and and justly under the law at all. And, you know, what he was trying to get at within her religious views was, well, do you believe in, quote unquote, traditional marriage? You know, and it's so it's it, it disgusts me. It makes me sick to my stomach because these people want to take away people's rights
1: oh and 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 trust me they are they absolutely these are the same people most of whom have there are a few to this day who have not acknowledged that joe biden won the election like (laughs) these are people who quite literally don't believe in the government that is legally there now so it's like why i gotta listen to mitch mcconnell have issues they sent people to the fucking capitol to overthrow it I'm just saying, and they take money from these groups and they deal with these groups and they're okay with members of the House going to a white nationalist rally. They have nothing right. to say about it. And That's I just, right. I really can't. And I look at this woman and she, of course, but the eye, it just offends me. And you know what? It offends me. I remember when we did that stupid show we shouldn't have done and where we were out in a jungle and almost died. And Mm -hmm. people, you know, I remember um, they make you meet with a psychiatrist beforehand. Um, I can't say who, but somebody had to meet with five before they could find one that would let them go. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, which tells you how that works. But we literally one of the questions this, this psychiatrist asked at some point was, how do you feel about them? You perhaps being portrayed in a negative way or what could happen, you know, how they could choose to, you know, use your footage. And I said. I'm not worried about it. And he said, well, why aren't you worried about it? And I said, because I control what comes out of my mouth and what I do. I was like, He goes, but they can cut it any way they want. They go, only if I give it to them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was like, so before we left, we knew exactly who we were going to be. Ourselves, mm-hmm. but we were not going to get baited into any kind of bullshit. And I know she knows this is not her first rodeo. She that knows, Judge <laughs> Jackson knows how to sit there. Like, if you really think you're gonna make a black person, a black of this woman, age, uh, this age and experience, if you're gonna make them lose their shit, you're crazy. Do you, the amount of, dude, the amount of crap I often say, I'm not so sure that um any of these people, certainly not Mitch McConnell, could, could be black for longer than 20 minutes in this country yeah. because the amount of shit we put up with all day long and try to work our way through and deal past to get our shit done. The idea that you would be able to throw her off in a situation where she's been preparing for it her entire life, life is offensive. Just the concept is offensive to me, let alone absolutely naive.
0: Well, you know what? And I'm going to tell you the other thing, too, this morning. my You know, we were watching. Everybody's getting ready for school uh, to go out. And my daughter Abby, you know, looks at the TV and she goes, "Keep my seat warm." Mm-hmm. And that, in and of itself, that's worth everything. It's worth, everything. Is worth, is worth it. It's what it's about. And that, you know, I, you know, I love that Simpsons episode where Homer gets some kind of promotion, and uh, the uh, Bart straightens his spine up. You could hear him like his spine crack and he stands mm-hmm. just a little bit straighter. And he's like, and they're like, what is that? And they, they're like, I think it's pride, you know? <laughs> I, think that, I, think, I think that's pride.
1: I don't know, and but it feel,
0: feels, maybe. yeah. And the whole family's kind of like, oh. And, and yeah, and I, you know, and it reminded me of that. And I go, yeah, every today, today, and and when she gets on that in that seat we will all as americans all of us be able to stand a little prouder a little taller with more respect for what this country is the promises of what this country is supposed to be and should be. And I'm so, I'm so proud of my president. I am so proud of her. I am yep. so proud of this moment. I am so happy and overjoyed. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna tell you something. The GOP cannot take it from me. They will nope. not take this from nope. me. No. I'm going to, I'm gonna I'm gonna pop motherfucking bottles. That's what I'm saying. On this bitch.
1: We get and of course we both uh hope and pray and send all of our thoughts and love out to judge pancake Claren- uh, biscuit, Clarence Thomas. I'm sorry. Um, And hope for his speedy recovery. I mean, if you feel good enough, you should just get up now and walk out, you know, like get back to your life, boo, get back to your life. Don't let them take that from you.
0: You know what I said this morning on the phone mm. to somebody? I said, you know make make jesus call him home <laughs>
1: gently well, okay and let's just in the shh this is a safe space
0: it's a okay. safe space I did. i've already
1: been talked to by my mama but look <laughs> i believe there was a sarcastic tone in her talking to. but anyway let me just say if my thoughts had power we wouldn't have these problems no we would so i decided a long time ago to stop to stop getting mad at myself or punishing myself for thoughts. We all have thoughts. The point is to not hold on to them, to not um, set, set yourself mired in them, and certainly not to act on them. We all are going to have moments that we aren't our best selves. And for me, it's every time a conservative Supreme Court justice dies, I get a little happy. And that's just the way it is. One of my happiest yeah. memories is, of, remember we were in the airport. We were touring sure when Scalia died. When Scalia sure died. And I, picked, I called my mom. I was like, mama, Scalia <laughs> died.
0: And she went, what? Are you kidding me! You got up and I don't know if you remember. We were at a bar, and got you got up and danced. You, I did. She did a jig of joy. I was like, "Oh, Scalia's dead," and I feel nothing but you know
1: oh really but yeah you know thoughts and prayers it's just you know uh for me it's like it is long past the time it is due for this to happen and i was really happy that cory booker um uh, senator booker Ugh. said it uh on the first day where he said look i understand that people are gonna come at you and i know what this is gonna get like because you know how things are up in here and people do keep referencing how it is in there you mm-hmm. know like it's not this is not a great space right now he's like but he said but i need to stop and can we recognize a moment this has never happened happened before Mm -hmm. and this is that's what made her husband cry it's like this has never happened before this is a hugely important significant moment that i'm not gonna let these people take from you because guess what black women are coming for you we're coming for everything we're gonna take everything and you know what you're gonna be happy as hell because shit gets better that's right we're we're thinking of starting a podcast we're thinking of starting a podcast called do as we say Mm -hmm. because we really do feel like you can say whatever you want about this right
0: if people just did as we said we wouldn't have these problems the world would be better yeah that's all we're saying you know what we were talking about doing a deck a card deck called ask frangela let us know what you think about it yeah so it's like
1: you pull cards and it has questions on it yeah
0: and we and have then, answers
1: and then we have answers yes. um so yes yeah, so let us know write us at frangelo08 zero eight at gmail.com but in any case i'm gonna try to watch more how many how much longer is her um bullshit questioning do you know how I many think days
0: uh, i think they're halfway through right now
1: to like another day
0: another day day and a half maybe
1: okay because yeah. these these the minutes are long racist minutes are long minutes they are yeah, very long, long. long. minutes mm-hmm. I I just can't. When you got Amy Coney Winehouse up there and fucking, you know, Judge McRapey Beerstein, I can't. I I just can't. I know. Asking her if she's going to be an activist judge as they take away Roe v. Wade, I'm sorry. It's just, I can't.
0: Russia steps up its strikes against Ukraine cities. Now they, they, Russia is just on a terror campaign. They're saying that Mariupol is just, uh, Zelensky is saying that Mariupol is just Armageddon at this point. But what they're doing to human beings in those cities, and now they're raping women. They're raping women. They're bombing everyone. They're, uh, it, it is, it's disgusting. Um, and Mariupol endured a fresh wave of airstrikes. And uh, a neighbor, this is a quote, a neighbor said that God left Mariupol and, and that the city is dying a painful death. And President Biden is heading to Europe this week to discuss the Ukraine World war with U.S. allies. I hope, I hope, I know that we're getting kits and and weapons, and we're sending all kinds of things under the radar. I know that we are, um, Biden is reportedly sending Ukraine old Soviet air defense weapons, not because they're old, but because the Ukrainians know how to use them. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would like, I am getting to the point where I would like the world to do more, and yet I don't want to, you know, inflame the situation and so that's where i am and i don't and i don't want american mothers to uh receive their children home dead i we've got to find a way out of this
1: i you know here's the problem there's well part of the problem at the very least that as you know francis i know crazy evil it's just, it's my, one of my superpowers. Well, I also know where every 7 Eleven is. Those are the two things I know. And what I told and I said it when this started, I was like, if I were, if I know Putin like I know crazy evil, at some point, if he doesn't get the traction he needs to get, he'll drop a tactical nuke, a small mm-hmm. one, a tactical mm-hmm. nuke somewhere in Ukraine. Because he doesn't give a fuck. And that's the problem when you're dealing with somebody crazy. So I like I've said before, I think we cannot do things because we hope to get a certain reaction out of him. We have to do things because they're the right thing to do. Yeah. Um and, and because the the, the reality is The Ukraine, give they need to give them every ability they have to not only defend themselves but to push the Russians out to, in fact, win, not just stop their advance. Because that's that's the only way you're going to get any kind of so-called negotiation out of out of Russia. Outside of my desperate hope that ten million people are displaced what millions and this is that when you think about like two million people have gone to poland or whatever or like like that's like the it's it's untenable but this is the uh, you know we there's a whole other discussions with that but the reality here is i think that we are we may be staving off our involvement but i do i do have to ask and i do wonder why can't nato send in peacekeeping troops to protect safe corridors
0: yeah
1: like and and i know that, that that that's boots on the ground But if they come there and... And all they do is they, you know, and you can schedule it, you know, like these hours, this times. there will be NATO troops making sure that people can go through this corridor safely thereby, you know, and I understand that, that, that is a level of escalation because it's boots on the grounds. but we're, I'm at a point where we're just watching people be massacred. And in the meantime, if they're not, if they're not being blown up or waiting for them to starve or to die of thirst or to die of lack of medical care or for not getting their medication mm-hmm. and that or hunger. is... Yeah, yeah. It's not okay. And yeah. so I don't, I think that, and I'm not, I'm not saying that I, in any way, you can't know what crazy evil wanted because what crazy evil wants is amorphous. It's in the moment yeah. a lot of times. But what I do know is whether or not he wants Western involvement, I don't know that we have a choice if we're going to continue to be some entity we think of as the West um, to, in just staying out of certain parts of a conflict. And so I, I and outside of, you know, it does seem like for whatever reason you have putin seems very insulated yeah you know i know i know we all wish that he would slip down some stairs and take care of the problem that way you know but we we actually in truth don't know who remains in that government and if they wouldn't just continue on like we don't know i i have no i have to hope that people in our government know you know what's going on internally there at some level but it just seems to me what they're doing right now is there's it's just a genocide like they're just they're just killing ukrainians are targeting targeting hospitals targeting maternity wards targeting they literally are just killing people as horribly as they can to try to scare the remaining people out of fighting yeah yeah and And it's not working it can't because if all you've i've got nothing to lose now except my life then i'm gonna fight for my life i don't know why they they don't get that um it's it's just really bad. And I don't know the way that things are going. And I, and I think Zelensky and I think all of the Ukrainian, um, you know, government people and who have stepped forward, you know, their message is lock stock and the same. And I think it's for them the right message. Thank you. We need more. Thank you. We need more like, because they do. Yeah. You know, this, but this is the thing Putin is not going to let them win. No, 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 no. And there's no way he's going to just let them win. So understand that about crazy evil.
0: Yeah. And I believe that he's taken so many, they've lost so many troops at this point. I don't like to say it this way. He's got to make it worth his while.
1: Well, yeah, because he's because that's going to start to affect people's view of things. That's what right I know. I don't know what they're doing with bodies or with with injured. I don't know if any we have no way of knowing if these families are being told anything.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and we don't know what that means. And we don't know that they may not think it's worth it. Yeah. You know, I mean, like the way that the our wars and in, 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 um, Iraq and Afghanistan were pitched. People joined up. Yeah. People volunteered to go into those fights. Yeah. And, and the way that that. Putin has been selling this war. The boys that we've been able to see outside of his country have been those exact same. This is about protecting our home, and these people have attacked us. And you know, it, this goes to show you the depth of the problem we have with biased media, yeah. and um, and and in this country, how important it is for us to bring back the fairness doctrine and to and to really take a look at what, how is it the news organizations they shouldn't be as shielded as they seem to be.
0: Let me can I tell you this my daughter Abby was you know they were looking at news media and um and what have you at school and her teacher said this she goes well Rachel Maddow is the left's answer to Tucker Carlson and I was like did you stop that bitch I was like I, and I was That's like what, that is it? not even remotely okay or, or it's true That is not even true and no, it's Abby not remotely okay. Sure. And Abby was like, "Actually, she uh, she brings in facts. It is not just simply her opinion. She and her show is very well researched because Abby watches every night. She's got a crush on her. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, but I'm like, I think we all do. Kind of. <laughs> I know we all do. We all do. But I'm just like, why? I, I was like, you can't teach that." Oh, did you not see the story about the classroom where
1: the teacher taught the kids to say they wanted Joe Biden out of office? No. Yeah, and they're young. They're like in elementary, they're young kids. And she has them. somebody has a video of them chanting, Joe Biden out. Where do you want Joe Biden out? Like, if you think for one minute that, that, uh, that this isn't happening inside of our educational system, this sort of um, preaching of a doctrine. I mean, you had a teacher who was trying to teach your daughter when she was, what, five or six to, to be homophobic. Yeah, sure did. Sure. And this is in public school I'm talking about. No. Public yeah. school. So you absolutely, like, and this tit-for-tat idea about journalism, no, that isn't how it works. Fairness isn't, if I say something, if I tell a reporter story that's true and factually correct about about something. If I report that story, I don't then have the obligation to, let's say, and that story happens to be at a Republican. Fairness doesn't mean I go find something negative to say about a Democrat. Their job isn't to be fair. Their job is to report the information. Yeah and we all know that some shows are opinion shows and those shows you come to with that in mind but I but the fact that we have to deal with that opinion at the very first level of information and that particularly it drives me crazy um that these networks CNN is I think even worse about it but they seem to feel this tit for tat that that shows were fair yep. as if these are equal things because they're not equal things what Rachel Mano does is not what Tucker Carlson does no, Tucker
0: He's up there pushing Russian government talking points. Exactly. False information about healthcare. Exactly. And and he is fucking racist. He's a yes. fucking racist. Okay, we're gonna we move on. Mark Meadows was reportedly involved in efforts to encourage Trump supporters to march on the Capitol on January sixth, twenty twenty one. I love this conversation oh a good
1: one so um basically scott johnson who worked on a team that helped plan the rally said he overheard meadows and katrina pearson who is trump's national campaign campaign spokeswoman talking with kyle kylie kremer the executive director of women for america first otherwise known i believe as the woman clan mm-hmm. kkk and um for about plans to march to the Capitol and how to quote make it look like they went down there on their own so (laughs) that's a really great quote yeah how can we with Mark Meadows right how can we make it look like they went down there on their own I'm gonna say that as usual Trump fucked that up for you when he said everybody go down there Yep, and I'll meet you there, and then of course, being typical Trump, he didn't meet them there, but yes. he told them to go, and it was going to be wild. And let's go. Those were in different statements, but you're going to
0: have to fight like hell. Let
1: or me whatever tell you,
0: fight. The 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 fix was in before January sixth. Oh my they dude! Knew, they knew what they were sending people there to do. They knew what the outcome they wanted, and to act like. And this is why the GOP. I'll say it over and over and over again don't want this investigated because it goes to the top. It goes to Mark Meadows. It goes to Trump. It goes, I mean, directly, direct. Nobody never knew what the fuck happened on January 6th.
1: Didn't none of us know not a damn thing about what happened on January sixth? Suddenly, they all people are like, "Oh, this is the day we always rally." But the thing is, this is what kills me about this situation. I believe it's true that what they had, they really believe was going to happen was they they're like, "We'll organize this march." Then the antifa, they believe their own BS, right? It's so they were like the antifa and BLM, who they're the really violent ones, which of course is demonstrably absolutely not true. They'll show up, and then I'll be able to declare a state of of martial law, of national emergency. But of course, I didn't happen because guess what it isn't both sides do it and i'm so sick of hearing that you cannot show me the equivalent of any of these events on the left you no. can't and i don't care how far left you go what you have never had in this country is even a communist fucking rally where they went and get and broke some shit up never no. so it's the, the idea that both sides stop saying it it's yep. not true
0: and This is a little bit of personal, like, last bit of information that just makes me happy. The House passed the Crown Act, which would ban, quote, discrimination based on an individual's hair, texture, or style of hair. Uh, Crown stands for creating a respectful, open world for natural hair, and now goes to the Senate. And I have to say, as a person who wears natural hair and has for all of my adult life and watching hallelujah judge katangi brown jackson Mm, rock her locks rock her her sister locks you know i am you know i've been told my entire working uh life as an actor to change my hair i've -hmm. been asked and told and i know i would work far more
1: but not now
0: maybe not (laughs) not now but for a very long time i would have worked more but I have to say it is a personal and almost political stance that you're not going to take my hair from me.
1: I mean, the reality is that I, you know, I look at Rand Paul and I go, tell me if that's OK to do. <laughs> like if, if 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 what Trump does and what Rand Paul are acceptable hairstyles and I really can't hear it because what they do to hair is an effrontery to all hair it is offensive is wrong is demeaning to the scalp i mean i would sue on behalf of all hair everywhere that's right um and i would sue on behalf of tony perms because they weren't meant to be used that way this is an abuse of that technology
0: that is our final word now it's time for emails emails time to go get your emails
1: Thank you for writing us at frangelo08 at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. Yes, we do. This first email is from Donna. I believe she is the official travel agent of the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Mm -hmm. she says hi all my friend gretchen who runs a tour company that i work with for years i've worked with for years has family in the ukraine and they are trying to get them over to italy where she lives she has about 20 relatives a few of them are now in italy staying with her they literally came with their clothes took them five days to get there she's trying to raise money so they can get on their feet this is her story and fundraiser gretchen's ukrainian family and um i think we can get that up in the show notes We'll yeah. get that to Laura, but also I would encourage people. We did last week. The resist was on helping Ukraine in various ways. It was last week or the week before mm-hmm. week, week before week before, but also I'm willing to bet if you go to just go for me and put in Ukraine, mm-hmm. you know, um, and things like that. in Unless if you're looking for more direct ways to be helpful, like to get something directly to people, um, and, and ask in your world, because I think there are probably people who you don't know of who do have friends and family in Ukraine.
0: And next up, this is from Murky B. Thank you so much. Uh, they say, this is too funny. I went to the pharmacy and the girl asked me my birth date. I told her 9, 5, She asked if that was 1955. I said, no. She got irritated and asked me in a very stony tone, well, is it 1955 or not? I said, no, it isn't. Don't you think I look fabulous for my age? Another older lady laughed. And this girl just looked at us like stupid boomers. I'll bet she would say they don't have half a dozen, they only come in six. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he gets the dumb award just like she spells it. It did give me a good beauty idea, though. If I tell people I am 76 instead of 66, I will not only look great for my age, but be very spry too. Ha, 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 snort murky.
1: It's a solid idea. That's why I say I'm 87.
0: Me too. I tell people all the time I'm 92. And next up, it's time for resistance. This is where we give you an actionable
1: item in addition to contacting your senators and representatives to let them know what you like and what you don't at 202-224-3121 that's a general switchboard we want to take um this is a actually a charitable group that uh we learned about on Rachel Maddow's show but um if you go to www.lirs.org that is the Lutheran Immigration and Refugee Service they have um and then hit on the Ukraine the Ukraine uh tab. Right. Um they invite you to stay up to date on the latest news and ways to get involved and to get their newsletter newsletter. You can donate to support Ukrainian refugee families um, and advocate for Ukrainian refugees and take action in doing that. And so um that's one charity that you can go check out and get involved in help uh people in Ukraine who are really suffering.
0: Yes, yes, yes. And you know, and your prayers do help too. But you know, if we can do other things as well. You know, because these people are in a world of fucking hurt. I am Frances Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are friends. Well, thank you so much for listening to The Final Word.